had a discussion the other week in Swedish though I don't think we have that in English maybe it's relevant to bring it up in English anyways we had a discussion the other week regarding Google Fonts um, who was actually according to uh, the EU or the Germans I should say uh, breaking GDPR law by uh, with the service of uh, Google Fonts where you can uh, use that as an online service for your fonts for your websites and so on and so forth right And we got the question, why wasn't that deemed as harsh? Because it was like a hundred euro fine. It was quite ridiculous in itself. So it was more like a slap on the fingers than anything else. And then we got the question, well, if that only got like a minor, very, very minor slap on the, on, on the fingers, why is Google Analytics so much worse? And fair enough, good question. One, Google is Google, it's the same company. They have a service called Google Fonts and they have a service called Google Analytics, but they are vastly different in how Google uses that service. How? Yeah, just start with, uh, so you just when you render a site, when you go and render, of course you want to be able to pick your fonts just to because you want your site to be looking a specific way. So when your when your browser, for instance, when I go to uh, ikea.com or something like that, that site tells the browser, okay, check if you have these type of fonts cached in your memory. If not, go and get them from here. And that was what the EU was uh, mad about, that it actually pinged that browser and initiate a connection towards Google that's a non-EU entity. Yeah. But the, the thing is to be remember here, even though my IP address is a personal data, mm. it is not tracking at this moment what exact site initiated why this IP address wanted to fetch the fonts. Mm. There are 53 million options using Google Fonts. So any one of them could be the reason behind my IP address going and fetching a font. Mm. I can totally perfectly agree that if you can match the site visited with the IP address, that it can be sensitive if the IP address is personal data. Let's take an example. Our IP address wants to visit google.com. Not very sensitive. Mm. An IP address wants to visit Ikea.se. Not very sensitive. An IP address wants to visit MuslimGayDating.com. Mm. Now it's crazy sensitive all of a sudden. And, but, so you and can see that site doesn't exist. That's just an example yeah. of yeah. very sensitive. What could be deemed very sensitive. Yes. So of course it's very sensitive. Uh, and that said, but this has nothing to do with Google Fonts. Google Fonts will always be just a relationship with your personal browser and fetching fonts. Yep. It's no tracking towards the site no. underneath it yet. <laughs> well, fair enough. Google, good, good point. Yeah. As far as we know, and no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Google Analytics on the other mm -hmm. hand. Now we come with the site rendering. Now we come to the part where Google actually deliberately tracks exactly what site and what IP addresses yes. are talking to each other. 
Here you have a direct match. Here you know the visitors muslimgaydating.com mm-hmm. directly because it's part of the analytics process. Yes. It's literally <laughs> so, it's literally what it's built to do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So <laughs> So, so this is a whole nother matter of sensitivity, as we yes. said. Google fonts, your IP address could be requesting any one of 53 million options. Mm. Google Analytics, now, now it's per, just analyzing exactly your IP address visit this specific site mm. and back and yeah. forth. And what did it do? What other sites did it do? visit after that back and forth this is crazy more sensitive just to be <laughs> understand a bit yeah. than google fonts so yeah that's why hope it gets a bit clarification on yeah and the, and, and the reason also why because we had we had a bit of a, a, a rant regarding if a service like google fonts actually gets fine with the gdpr in this case, they actually got fine with the G- as a break in the GDPR the way it was stipulated. Now, what the, the actual fine was about that you have the option to download all the fonts locally on your on your on your server on your or computer. So it was the, the mere fact that in this case the, the specific in this specific case they used the online service rather than the downloadable version. Mm-hmm. So had they used the downloadable version, nothing would have happened, right? But our statement was more like, okay, if a service that essentially just works because you're connecting an, one IP address to talk to another IP address, if that can, deemed, can be deemed a GDPR, uh, uh, you can break GDPR law by using have two IP addresses communicating with each other. Now we're actually starting to, to, to claim that internet is breaking GDPR just the way internet is structured meaning if my mobile device or my computer should be able to talk to anything on internet it needs to be able to have an ip address communicate via a name server to another ip address that's how internet works and if that can be deemed a a, um, breaking the law guess what everything we do on internet is then breaking gdpr law now we're starting to get to a point where it's ridiculous and this, again, coming back is to, to the definition of, an, of a personal data in GDPR, where IP addresses could be personal data. Mm-hmm. And I think this case was more like a slap on the wrist, also um, guided towards EU that, listen mm-hmm. here, this definition could end up being completely mm-hmm. stupid <laughs> at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Because mm-hmm. if we can't use internet, well, then we're going to get behind the eight ball quite dramatically in Europe. So just to have that said as well. Yeah, because by itself, when you connect to internet, your IP address will be bouncing around everywhere. It's a global thing. Yes. Internet by default is global, so it will bounce around. Uh, and then you can say, but there are op- uh, if, if you claim that the Google fonts use, say, there are options, I can say... Any root server, any name server, there are options. You can be in Europe. Mm. But then we start to restrict everything DNS related to Europe only. And I don't think the rest of the world agrees to that. So no. internet by itself is a global thing. So just visiting in it but, and saying, but, but there are options. Yeah, Yes, but it's one thing <laughs> when you don't start tracking it yet, when, when it's just your IP address bouncing mm. around. When your IP address access internet, let's realize then it can be exposed to global pings 
Hey, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but, but but yeah, of course. So it will be crazy interesting to see how far this is drawn because I can argue that name servers on the internet should be local. I can argue that any site focused to provide something towards Europeans has to be hosted within European, mm. within Europe, mm. with this <laughs> reasoning. Yeah. And that would be very interesting. So yeah, yes, for so sure. That's, uh, so so that's the difference why it's uh, why one thing is seriously an argument why it might break internet. Mm. Because just give it a reason but you have other options. Mm. Yeah, okay. But that can be drawn to extreme. And now people think you're splitting hairs. Yeah, but this is the problem with the law. Yes. When you get down to nitty-gritty hair splittery, mm-hmm. if it's legal or not. Yes. That's a big, big thing. It is. That's not very clear. So no. I'm no. Again. But it is an interesting case, though. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens with that. Yeah. But I, I assume we have a reason to come back to this in the future. Yes. But I yes. hope you... I hope we have been made a bit clear why Google Analytics and Google Fonts is a different thing here. Yeah, and why we see it very different and why EU sees it very different in why it's an issue in one case and why it's a much less issue in another case. (laughs) 